and welcome to the Maximum Effort Podcast, the podcast where we talk about our lives as women and mothers. This week is an introduction to who we are as we have a conversation about our lives. We hop around topics quite a bit this episode as we're just chatting like we usually do. The focus topics will start next episode. Enjoy. So I guess we could start. Okay. <laughs> With intros. It just feels awkward to not be able to jump it does. in. There. It's different. Yeah. It's talking to people that you don't know who's listening, essentially. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello, random person listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Laura. I am from Michigan. I have a six-year-old son named Liam. Uh, my hobbies include reading way too many books and probably drinking too much, to be honest. <laughs> and my motto, uh, I guess, yeah, the one, the one motto I think I have is never late, but always procrastinate. I've learned I leave way too many things until the last minute, but I'm also never late with them. And it might be a little bit of the the pressure that lets me put my best work forward. Sounds about right. Well, hello there. My name is Stephanie. I am from Michigan, but I currently live in North Carolina. Uh, I have a four-year-old son, Joey, who is autistic. Uh, my hobby is I like to do perler beating. Um, I like to read. I love true crime. Um, and my motto, <sighs> basically just like, it all sucks. Fuck it. <laughs> just, just, just go with the flow. <laughs> Is that kind of like the saying, um, not my circus, not my monkeys? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, too much to do. Not enough minions to do it. Uh, I love a minion. <laughs> The, the, the little yellow ones that talk about bananas all the time. Oh, gosh. That'd be like having another four-year-old in the house. Well, that's essentially <laughs> Liam now. He'll Every once in a while, he'll he'll just go, bananas! And he'll want me to like, repeat after him for some reason. So it's become more of a game mm. to do one of those, um, someone says a word to you and you just come back with, the first word that pops into your head <laughs> that's become my he'll say a random word and then i'll just yeah, say he, one. He, he he joey's at a point where he repeats everything um but it's it's really funny because he's very picky with eating and i just bought bananas because yesterday he was asking for bananas and i double checked with him and i'm like are you sure are you sure you want bananas he's like yes you're gonna eat the bananas yes okay i'm gonna get you bananas bananas did he eat the banana no <laughs> he did not eat the banana i ate the banana standard. He the banana ah. standard child protocol i want this thing Why did i buy this please get it for me but no i do not want the thing it kind of reminds me of cats a little bit <laughs> yeah. if you think about it that's a little bit like i want this but now i do not want this and then get an attitude about it. Right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. So what have you been reading lately? Um, I basically been I've been trying to keep up with the books that you have sent me, um, the romance novels. 
Um, I'm trying to think the last like non-romance novel book that I read was probably Dean Koontz. I've got so many bookshelves. I'm trying to look and figure out which one it was. Yeah, probably Dean Koontz. Nora Roberts is pretty, you know, romantic, I would say. Yeah. But otherwise for hers, it was Black Hills. It's a pretty good book. Yeah, I read that a long time ago. I kind of stopped reading her books because I was getting annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of her characters, I, I mean, I get being touchy-feely, but when it's like a group of them together, they don't have an issue kissing somebody they're not in a relationship with on the mouth and that just seems like a little too much for me I don't know if that's oh. how I grew up but I'm I like you I are not noticed. in a relationship with that person stop kissing them on the mouth and it's not like a sexual thing but still I feel like right. there should be a barrier there if Probably some random chick be. just kissed Nathan on the mouth and was like oh we're just friends I'd cut a bitch <laughs> you're like oh no you're gonna be friends with my fists in a minute yeah like, I don't know who you, you think you are, those. but that's not how we roll here. No. <laughs> I mean, and I imagine Nathan would feel the same if some guy was like, oh, we're just being friendly. Like, that's not that's not the kind of friendly that we that we, you know, put up with. Subscribe to you over here. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I'm not I'm not down with that. What have you been reading lately? Everything. <laughs> And probably, and probably nothing I should uh, because I have other things to do and yet I'll put things off at night just to read more of a book. Um, it's so bad. I read like almost, oh, I forget what my count was. It was over 200 books last year with my reading challenge oh. for Goodreads. And the thing is, if I reread a book, I don't put it back on there again. So it's probably a lot higher because I'll have favorites and oh, I'll wow. go back and read them. So I have this terrible thing where I'll read a book in one to two days, like staying up until late at night when I should be getting sleep because I have to get up in the morning. And instead, I'm like, no, I should I should finish this book, whether I've read it before or not. And I know how it's going to end. It reminds me of... um. There's this romance series that she renamed it since I got it. So it's like hard to find it and figure out which one it is. But it's about the Scottish family. No, Irish family. And it's all these Irish guys and they find their person. And But I've reread that series like so many times. I know what's going to happen, but I can't stop reading it. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a thing. I have I have the same thing. There's there's almost something comforting about a book that I've read before. I know how it's going to end and it makes me feel safe. Yes, it's not going to stress you out cuz like with the first time, okay, oh god, is something bad going to happen and then something bad starting to happen and you're like, "Oh no, how is this going to end? Is this going to get taken care of?" whereas you know what's going to happen, so you can yeah. just gladly read it. Especially if it's like a suspense or a thriller, there's some kind of mystery and there's hints throughout the book. Um, going back and pick them out to see, I guess, more foreshadowing or, or hints or anything that's 
that's in the book, but I have it, it's awful. But I'm usually able to pick out pretty early on if there's a bad guy. I, you know, it's supposed to be some yeah. mystery. I'll go, oh no, that's that's them. And it's supposed to be this twist at the end where they're like, it wasn't a man, it was a woman the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, I knew. How did how did no one else know <laughs> this? You- <laughs> like the signs were obvious, guys. <laughs> Because they said on page such and such that they looked at this person and that told me they're all I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happens way too much where I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember what the last book that was. It was a uh, Susan Stoker book. Um, and they're like, oh, this, this female character has a stalker and they can't figure out what man in her life it could be. And then there's this female character that comes around and tries to get all buddy, buddy. And I'm like, there she is. Why are you not looking at this angle? I think it's because the author is trying to push that. It's a man. I'm telling you, we're looking right. at men just so there can be that we're twist at the end. In this direction. Don't look in the other direction. Yeah. Like, no, I've read a lot of these. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i i get so into true crime and there's this podcast by parcast that i listen to serial killers and they had one on the axe murderer of new orleans and i remember like the day after i was supposed to like one day i was supposed to go to new orleans with one of my best friends we're just gonna go hang out and the day before like the second part of it posted and I'm like no I probably shouldn't but I'm gonna listen to this <laughs> and I sat there and I'm like the whole night I'm like why did I do this to myself because now I'm just laying here going should I go to New Orleans should I not go to New Orleans am I gonna die am I gonna be murdered well I'd say any city you go to you're gonna have some issues this what's the stats on that you're gonna Something about a presence to a serial killer so many times in your life. I think it was like one in, oh gosh, yeah. I can't remember, like one in 200 people or I'd have to look it up. It was something like every so many people, there is a serial killer. You just don't know. And I'm like, cool, I work at a gas station. So I've probably come in contact with a few and just not known. I'd say your risk is probably higher at a gas station, especially if you work there at night. So, yeah, very much that. (laughs) (laughs) But ours, ours is a hot spot for police officers. And so at least I know that like a lot of times one will walk in or like a three will walk in at once or there's a spot like right next to where my car is parked, where they all park. There'll be like four or five cop vehicles. I'll just be hanging out for like an hour just talking and I'm like well I mean at least I know I'm good I mean what hold on you have what I'm in my mind I'm saying are are good looking men in uniform coming to your place of work some (laughs) some of them yeah some of them yeah they'll come in and like different types of police cruisers and SUVs and they're all decked out. Hey, how's it going? They all, they're all friendly and chat. They're oh, funny. They sexy always get, pants, get their free officers. coffees. They all get their get their their free coffees and their energy drinks. I'm happily married, but also slightly jealous. 
<laughs> See, to me, it's the EMTs that come in where I'm like, how dare you be attractive? Oh, stop it. You ever, you ever watch Night Watch? <laughs> that was a good show. Uh, no, I didn't watch that. I think it was on a really? Excellent show. Um, it's following these like cops and EMTs as they get these calls throughout the night. And I think one uh, group of them was based in New Orleans. So watching them get some of those uh, 911 calls where they go get people, it's hilarious. And like the some of the um, older women that will hit on on the guys as they're fixing them. It's it's great. It's great. I highly recommend. We've had a few times where I've like my coworkers tend to get scared and they're just like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm the first one to be like, well, no, I'm picking up my phone and calling the police because this is, you know, I had a guy um, that, you know, we we kicked out. We banned him um, and he would not stop coming back. this guy would be drunk every time he would come in and hit on these two 14 year old twin girls that would come into my work. Just very creepy, just hitting on them, bothering them, causing them distress. And he came in and we're like, look, I said, you know, you don't belong here. You need to leave. And I'm like, no, you need to go. And he finally leaves. And I called them and they went looking for him and he like disappeared. And so officers they came back and they're like oh I don't know and I guess there was somebody at one of our pumps that um they were checking for drinking and driving and this idiot I mean like you can't make this stuff up this idiot all of a sudden I look outside and he starts walking like stumbling up to them and I'm like and the officers they looked at each other and then they looked at me in the store and then they looked at each other and they're like hey man <laughs> and they pulled him off the side and I was able to put, put in a, a full report on to keep him from away from the store and he hasn't been in since but it's like dude <laughs> and they had told me that they think that he'd stumbled and fell into a ditch and that when they were driving past that's where he was at and he'd gotten up and wandered back because they said when he up to them he was like covered and like dirt and prickers and stuff interesting sounds like a fun time yeah this i worked at a store for a little bit and the worst we ever had was uh this alcoholic guys that would come in and return cans he'd gotten from the side of the road or his beer cans that he bought earlier and then he would just buy some uh, really really cheap vodka if i remember in the brand right it was called rikolov which and I think at the time it was three dollars for a, a pint or a half pint of it. So you know, high quality, high quality stuff. Sounds like the pop off I used to buy. Oof. Oh, pop off vodka. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, not pop off. Yeah. Ugh. No, we've I've I've been robbed. I've had people get in my face and I've had it's been interesting situations where I'm just like you know I'm not happiest there <laughs> yeah probably working at a gas station is not the not the safest well the with the robbing too it was like a bait and switch where one lady's like oh I need help 
um, getting this 12, these 12 packs of Budweiser off the top shelf. I need three of them. She was taller than me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Um, my coworker, we think that at the time we think had something to do with it because she like disappeared randomly. She had told me later on, oh, I was cleaning the bathrooms. But when you look back at the tapes, she didn't go in there with cleaners and it did not look like she went in there to clean the bathrooms. So, and the woman who robbed me looks like her sister. So we're just going to say, okay. Um, but I was get, standing up on the little lip of the cooler, like getting the beers down. And um, the woman was up front yelling and I was like, well, I'm helping someone. I need you to wait your, your turn. She wouldn't stop screaming. And then um, as I got the last beer down, this guy, uh, male customer comes running up to me and he's like, woman just stole a whole bunch of your lottery tickets. And I went running out the door and there goes the car. And it was hundreds of dollars. She had reached behind the counter and just pulled and ran of our most expensive ones. Wow. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then as soon as, as soon as that happened, the lady with the alcohol, she was like, oh, I got I forgot my ID in my car. I'm going to go out and get that. And so the beers were sitting there and she went outside and then never came back in. And I was like, or you're there to distract me. Well, the other lady, <laughs> but cool. Got it. Yeah. That does sound a little bit like an inside job there. Mm, just a little bit. Well, that coworker had been stealing cigarettes from our store for a while anyway. So it's a mess. <laughs> a mess of a job I guess so always something interesting happening (laughs) yeah thankfully I've never been robbed yeah yeah thankfully and then we live in the military area so we get all the military the police the EMTs and the firefighters that come into my store constantly and I'm like (laughs) be so pretty (laughs) how dare you I think it's the uniforms women are just doomed to like men in a uniform I don't know what it is True. yeah even uh my husband he'll come to work in his uniform and it's like hey <laughs> how was your day <laughs> how you doing he's <laughs> like really <laughs> yeah. I have him in my phone as officer sexy so <laughs> <laughs> which which makes it fun if I'm trying to tell Siri to send a message to him or read messages from him it's officer sexy says because my Siri public yeah my Siri is Irish so (laughs) I like it when she says it to me in an accent (laughs) hilarious I was kind of hoping to uh I wish you could rename them because I really wanted to call it Friday like Iron Man's um replacement for um Jarvis then they had Friday so I thought if I can name it Friday and it's got this Irish accent but that didn't work out oh goodness you cut out there a little bit again which it didn't do this last night so I'm assuming it's the internet I'm on I wonder if my I switch my internet never know with our internet though that's true I don't know if it's gonna mess with it if I switch to a different internet connection I guess we'll see we'll see what happens here it it, yeah for a minute like paused you like I was here in one position for a second and then there you are yeah I switched it <laughs> to my hotspot instead so we'll see how that does I'm hoping better and more stable but we'll see <laughs> listen when you live in the middle of nowhere with no internet connections you do what you can right 
And if this doesn't work out, I can go get myself some Verners. <laughs> it's the cure-all for up here. Or maybe some Fago. Oh, yeah, Fago. Get some moon Fago's mist. Good. I like uh, the Fago Red Pop. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's been so long since I've had that. Moon mist. Moon mist was my jam. Nathan likes the rock and rye, which I, I think tastes kind of weird. Uh, they had a cotton candy flavor for a while. It was like so sweet. It hurt your mouth. Here, here they have a cheer wine, which it's like basically a cherry, a cherry pop. It's really good. But nobody knows what I mean when I say pop. Everybody looks at me like I'm talking about weed. Um, they're like, like I'll, I'll catch myself messing up and they'll be like, oh, hey, where's your Tylenol? And I'll be like, oh, it's located right over there right before the pop. And they're like, soda, the, the soda over there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, my bad. But cheer wine is not bad. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, there was a book I read once that talked about cheer wine. And it was like, is this just like a malt beverage? Does it have alcohol in it? Or why is it called cheer wine? That we'll never know. I thought it was maybe even like a just cher- cherry, oh yeah, like like a cherry Coke or Pepsi almost like a it's a cherry soda. Okay, cheer wine. I was thinking like a really cheap version of a Boone's Farm. That's what I thought too when I first heard about it. I was like, is that? But no, it's just pop, like normal or uh, soda for anyone listening from another area. Yeah. or cherry soda. Uh, Coke. Where is it? They they call it Coke, but then you have to specify which, <laughs> like Mississippi. Yeah. like everything yeah, is coke everything, yeah everything is coke and then they go oh what flavor and i'm like well if i wanted a spray i would have said spray yeah. <laughs> yeah is that kind of like how around here you know you want a kleenex that's a brand but that's you know facial tissue is hard to say oh gosh i've always yeah i've always called it kleenex no matter what you're not wrong it's like in um in new orleans like the new orleans louisiana area they all they call it all like cold drinks. I go on a cold drink and then they're like, oh, get me the grape cold drink. And like, or the purple cold drink. Like, it's not all cold. And milk can be cold. Like, what do you mean cold drink? Like, just what does that mean? Purple Kool-Aid? Grape like, no, soda? I, I guess there's a, um, there's this, there's a soda that they have that I guess is like, um, trying to think of like, like, like our Meyer brands or our Fagos or something that's just like, like, like Fago is, you know, how like the moon mist is green, like the red is the red and, you know, they're different colors. They'll just have, the cans will be different colors. And it's like a cheap version that you can get, I guess, at the stores. Um, you can get like a good amount and they'll, they'll use it for like parties and stuff. Like, oh, I want a cold drink. Get me the red cold drink. Don't give me the blue cold drink. And it's just like, I'd be so confused. <laughs> when all this COVID madness is over, I need to travel more. <laughs> Just to get some experiences <laughs> in other cultures within the U.S. I'm very restricted. Yeah, yeah. I've only been to... One thing I definitely suggest when, when going to New Orleans, get beignets. You won't regret it. I've had beignets before. at a, There's a Cajun restaurant about four hours away from us that I like to go to whenever I'm there. So I had to get beignets, of course. That's also where I tried alligator. But as, as far south as I've gone, it's been uh, Arkansas 
to see my husband's family. So there's um, some of them that are near Memphis. So we stayed in Memphis for a while. So I got a lot of Memphis barbecue, which was amazing. Uh, let's see, I've been to Florida. There you go. Um, I bet. I've been to, as far as like the west of the United States, I've been to Portland. Um, and then September 2019, Nathan and I went to Denver, Colorado, which was awesome. I'd like to go back and stay longer because I really wanted to go to the Stanley Hotel and we did not have enough time since we were just there for the ah, weekend. I would be so envious. <laughs> I, wanna I go there really, so really want to go there after, you know, The Shining is one of my favorite books for some reason. I don't understand why. Uh, <laughs> it's like the it's the horror aspect of it is written really well. And I've always been a little bit freaked out by hotels ever since i saw the stanley kubrick version of the shining mm -hmm. you know with the little girls standing at the end of the hallway yeah. so whenever i'm in an empty hotel hallway that is always what i'm imagining is that scene where there's just these two <laughs> these two ghosts standing at the edge of the hallway looking at me um so yeah okay. and then you know reading more about how stephen king came to writing that book was from the nightmare he had when he stayed at the Stanley Hotel. And I thought, oh man, yeah. I just, I want to go there so bad. Because well, he had some of those things. Yeah. He saw some of that stuff happening. And so he like freaked out. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, I, I mean, I've traveled, like I've been to California. I've been to um, like Mississippi, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia. Um, I've drove, I've driven through a lot of places like Tennessee and Kentucky and stuff on the way to and from Michigan. Um, but like outside of, I mean, outside of the U.S., I mean, Mexico was great. Um, the Bahamas, I was younger than I think I was like 11 at the time. In Japan, I, I miss Japan so much. Japan, the culture, the food, the food, I miss the food. Oh, I miss the food. Yeah. I got to go to Italy once and the food there was amazing and I'd love oh, to go back someday. That's one of my bucket list things. I want to go there so bad. Italy, Ireland. I want to go to, I want to hit um, England, Scotland and Ireland is the area that I really want to get to. I think because of the history, um, I have family just one or two generations back that were from England and then just the castles. I want to see castles yeah. really bad. Yeah, that would uh, that would be lovely. Japan, they have a lot of they have a lot of that. Um, I didn't get to see a lot, like too much of that. I know I went to the hot springs. Um, it was a few hour drive because, like in distance, places aren't technically that far away. Like if you convert it over to miles and and everything it's technically not that far away but you're going a much slower pace and so it takes much longer like something that's 25 miles away it's going to take you like a couple hours and you're like so it takes a while but the hot springs you, you actually have to go, go up a mountain you have to walk up the mountain because i can't drive you up there so you have to walk up this mountain and then at the top there's just monkeys and like as you're walking the trail monkeys are just literally walking past you like nodding at you like i'm like hey man <laughs> just like walk it past and they're just chilling in the hot springs but you have to be careful not to have like when you're taking pictures not to have your phone too close to them because they'll take your phone and break it yeah 
or just throw it in the water and they don't care but it's so funny they are all doing like dive bombs into the hot springs and just hanging out like it's a hot tub spa they're having their monkey party and they're inviting anyone else to come (laughs) it was really funny I, I like that. That was that was a lot of fun to see that. The and when you're like going up to those areas, you see a lot of their the older things that they used to build, like back in the day, like just these structures that are so ornate and like beautifully done. And I'm like, wow, man, it's really a lot of cool stuff out there. That'd be amazing. I'd love to travel more. I mean, this whole COVID thing really really ruined my yeah, plans. For- yeah, I I had all these ideas for vacation yeah we were gonna yeah we were gonna we were gonna come up there for um coast guard but that didn't happen um <laughs> because covid and reality hit and so that ended up having to be canceled my mom had taken all this time like advance like work in advance like from like 2019 like she had it all set off and then 2020 hit and we were like this might not be happening after all and nope yeah it <laughs> cancel it it sounds like it's going to continue through 2021 at least for a while not yeah. that i necessarily want to travel right now anyway but it'll be nice when it's over and we have the option even though yeah. plane tickets right now yeah. are very cheap mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing that i always liked um being over there in in japan too is like if they had even the slightest cough they're wearing face masks everywhere you go. When you go on the train, people are wearing face masks. They're walking down the street. People are wearing face masks. This is like before any of this ever happened. And I'm like, probably what it's going to start turning into now. A lot of people are going to probably adapt and keep that trend after I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how things change from here. I think right now though, in the U.S., we are a stubborn people, and no one will tell us what to do, ever. So I think once the mask mandates are done, there will be, I'm guessing, most of the population that just gets rid of them altogether. Right. We're, we're stubborn, and we'll say, eh, if I get sick, oh well. <laughs> we're, yeah. This And it might just be my generation, too, where we're like, if I go, it was my time. Yeah. We just don't give a shit anymore is the issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With Joey being high risk, I, I take so much precaution. Like when we thought that I, there was a possibility at the beginning of this that I had contracted it. And so my boss was all mad that I was having to leave. I'm like, look, if my testing comes out positive, you don't want me here. I'm telling you, you want me to go and get tested right now. You want me to go. I promise. So I went and it took a few days, but I was so worried. And I was in the house, like wearing a mask around my son because, you know, there was nobody else. I like, I had to be with him. And so I had to wear a mask around him. And he was all upset because all he wanted is is hugs and kisses. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know if I'm going to get you sick or not. But luckily it turned and it's so weird to say, oh, thank God it was only bronchitis. But really, thank God it was only bronchitis because. I was able to get through that easily and he, I, I, because of my mask wearing and everything else, he didn't get it. So. Yeah. It's a a little bit of a weird time because Nathan got it um, somehow 
probably through work since there's that many people, you know, crammed close together. In our tiny house, he was at one end. I was at the other with Liam and somehow I did not catch COVID from him. So I was glad to hear that. I was so worried. I'm like, oh man, Laura and Liam. And I probably should have honestly, because we were sleeping in the same bed up until his test came back. So if at any time and he had started coughing. So that once again, should have been in the air and I should have got something. So we separated ourselves and I was like, all right. We know you have it. The nurse wants me to wait another few days before I get my test done. So we're going to spend these few nights apart. And then if I come back positive, we can at least be in the same bed again. Well, surprise the heck out of me when they said, you don't have it. I was like, okay, this will make quarantining in the house even more fun. Right. I had a mattress on the floor of my office where I would sleep because it was right by my desk and just roll over and get to work in the morning. And then it worked out, too, because Liam decided it since I was right across the hall from his bedroom that we should have sleepovers during that time. So I was kicked a lot in that period of time. <laughs> it's always fun, the foot in the back. Yeah, his is usually in my ribs. Oh, man. Usually right in right in the side. But he's so stinking cute that, you know, you let it go. Whatever. Let's snuggle it's, some more. It's worth it. It is. I don't know how long he's going to I don't know how long he's going to let me snuggle him. There will be a day when he'll just go, Mom, no, stop. And I will cry. So anytime he wants to snuggle, I'm going to take advantage of that. Right. Absolutely. That's what I say. Yeah. They grew up so fast. These six years feel like they have flown by. It's yeah. It seems like just yesterday he was a tiny baby that I brought home from the hospital. And now he's six years old and yeah, like I remember your your baby shower, like it was yesterday, which is even crazy because that was that's still like he was born two years before Joey, and I remember everything like it was yesterday. Yeah, time goes by too fast. I'm gonna enjoy it while I can. Quick with it. But then of course you see the little videos of when they were so little, and then you're like, oh man, it seems so long ago. It does. I mean, I'm I'm glad to be past, you know long past the potty training phase because up until then it was the diapers and all that stuff and so I think if I could go back in time and just hold him for a little bit and then go back to my current time (laughs) where I I get to sleep at night yep I wish we were past the the potty training potty training phase it's really it's especially difficult when with autism and the the potty training I've been told it's (laughs) that's why he's still having issues and (laughs) it's a hard time he he'll tell me now though a lot a lot of times he'll tell me when he's gone but sometimes he doesn't so I have to keep keep track on him and I have to stay up late at night because I have to check him at night because I might have to change him otherwise he's going to leak through so it's like one of those okay and then as soon as you lay him down hope that he goes right back to sleep and doesn't just like wake up and start talking yeah that, that would be tough (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, I, i'm up late at night but that's okay he's cute <laughs> it's funny when i when i when i try to get him up just so that i can change him at night and i'm always like come here buddy come to mama come to mama it's time to get a butt butt change and he'll like stand up he'll it, be so dazed he'll be like fumbling around like a little like a little drunk person and he'll just leap and just dive into my arms <laughs> 
the look on his face is always just so like confused. <laughs> so cute. He rambles about nothing in the middle of them. Blah, 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 blah. Trucks. Okay. A brontosaurus. Yep, a brontosaurus. <laughs> hey, random side thing here. Uh, I think I mm-hmm. found a microphone that will plug into your phone. Really? So I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, once I get these texts back, I'm going, I'm going in and I'm, I'm getting a computer and doing something because I need to. And then I just need to figure out how to move these bookshelves around because those are heavy. So I can fit a desk in here. <laughs> my bookshelves filled with all my big books. I've, I've stopped buying physical books and I'm basically mm-hmm. all on um, anything I can read Kindle. on my, my yeah. Kindle app because I have an iPad. So mm-hmm. pretty much anything I can read on, on Kindle, I'm down for. The only book I did actually order a physical copy of is uh, one that my old boss wrote that comes out on the 16th. It's called Firekeeper's Daughter. Yeah, I've been... Line bully. I know. I've been seeing you guys post about that on Twitter. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited for her. She's been working on it I for a that. long time. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember reading the... She gave me, like, the first copy to read when she had first started, like, I'm going to write a book. This was 10 years ago. <laughs> I think it oh, was. Wow. She said, what do you think of this? And then she changed some stuff around. I'm like, all right, what do you think of this copy? So I've read so many versions of the book. It's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see what the final one is because I saw it from, like the start and then uh she had me beta read for her uh i think before she got her agent so i saw that version of it um yeah it's been really interesting to get like the act the actual final physical copy right and it's about native american like culture and stuff right yeah she her um i guess tagline for the book is native american nancy drew so it's a little bit of a mystery. I mean, like, I can't say too much about what this actual book is about because it may have changed from the last of the three or four versions that I've read over the last 10 years. But uh, essentially, oh. <laughs> there's there's drugs being brought in and she's trying to find out um, essentially who's doing it. And it involves hockey players, which... It's kind of big in this area because, you know, hockey yeah. town is Detroit and we're in a very cold area where that's what a lot of people do all winter long is they'll play hockey. Right. And... Right by Canada. Yeah. So it's big. <laughs> it's big around here. You know, we have like a, a junior team in the area. A lot of people go to the high school hockey teams games. So it sounds interesting. I'll definitely have to read it. <laughs> And silence. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, what do we talk about now? <laughs> What's next? This will be fun for me to edit in the future. <laughs> Hello, future me. I'm sorry for doing this to you. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, this is why I was like two weeks between the, the recording and when they get posted, because I'm probably going to need that time. So I have time to edit and put in whatever sound we choose to use for our intro. 
I found a couple that I liked. Wow, 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 wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Have some uh, maximum podcast. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> have some lasers, maybe. Pew, pew, pew. This one's called Aerosol of My Love. Very 80s. I love it. Yeah, and this one's called Neon Laser Horizon. Oh my gosh. That one's very 80s. Yeah. And then this last one's called Work. Reminds me of one of those 80s workout vids. I was going to say, it reminds me of a, something you'd hear before a, a news broadcast. Yeah. Today's top story. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know which one I'm going to use. Um, I guess that will depend. But huh. your microphone should be to you. It says Monday, March 8th, but I'm guessing that's bullshit. So, like, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm ordering it on a Saturday afternoon. I don't know that it's going to get there by Monday, but it may. <laughs> and you'll have some time you to mess with know. it. So when we do this next right, week, you'll have a, a microphone and it's supposed to have a thing that you can, it's like dual. So you can plug your headphones into that. So I. Oh, wow. So you can, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So it plugs into your phone and then it splits out between the microphone and your headphones. So you should still be able to hear. We'll see. Oh, wow, that's cool. So this is what happens, I think. <laughs> Does this thing exist? Let me check Amazon and then let me buy all the things. <laughs> it's an issue. I should probably not Let's have Prime. This is why I shouldn't have Prime <laughs> because then I go, oh, I can order this and get it super fast, which when you live in a place where your store options are very limited, sometimes you just need to you just need to place an order like uh see my really... mom and i share prime ah. because you can do that you can yeah. do that within with family members where like like she has her amazon prime account and then she can put me as as a family member on there and say allow them to use my prime so then i get prime even though i have my own account <laughs> yeah yeah i did that for nathan I found out you could do like the household or whatever it is because he mm -hmm. would order something and he'd be like I don't have prime it takes forever to get here and I was like well how about I just add you to mine which I think was a mistake because I think he has the same problem that I do <laughs> but he, he orders man things so something will come in and I'm like what the heck is this and he'll be like oh yeah those were the lights I ordered and I was like okay you ordered some random lights all right. And then one time it was uh, a heater for the the barn we have out back that's basically his man cave. It's his workshop. It's his hangout area. He's got a pellet stove for heat in there. He's got a TV with hooked up to satellite. So he's, you know, he's building a bar in there. He's going all out. <laughs> so I really can't wait until my she shed slash office is built because then I'll have my space that I'll get to, you know, have some quiet in. Right. Laura needs a she shed. Yeah. I do need a she shed. 
he talked he even talked about and no listen to this heated floors for heating in there because it gets quite cold he also talked about putting in a bathroom and hooking it up to our septic so i was like you know what go for it do all the things he's got the skills to because i'm gonna want that in my (laughs) yeah like i don't have to come into the house to use the bathroom like i can just go out in the winter time and i'm i'm good out there all day i'll bring my mini fridge there you go (laughs) yeah and he even said, oh, we can even put a bedroom in there in case anybody comes to visit. And I was like, yes. Then it's also partially a guest house, but it's my office. It's like, I am liking this idea. Can I have French doors that open into the yard, please? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put in a little patio with uh, one of those portable fireplace things. I'll have some nice seatings, maybe a garden. I'm planning way too much into this, but <laughs> we can't add on to the house. We can't really do an addition just because how it's put on the it's a slab house. So it's not like we can, you know, fix up a basement or anything. Like we we can't really go right. up or down at this point. So now we're just into fixing up an old barn. And making that a main space and then building a, a an essentially a tiny home for me to work out of so yeah it'd be cool though you guys have the space so that that works out yeah we got a lot of land around here so and then i've got my chickens um look at all these chickens look as it goes then the dang video i do i do look love my that. chickens look at all these it gave me a pain in the butt to go take care of them every day because they're very needy since they're stuck in there oh, I bet. Um, all winter long. It's like, you know, always getting them fresh water and food, making sure they're warm, making sure they have enough hay down. But after a while, you know, it's starting to smell in there and it's so cold outside. I can't exactly open the door and let the air in. Like we haven't had a day over 30 degrees in a while. So oh wow when they can get outside again it'll be nice as of right now i open their little chicken door when it is warm enough to see if they want to go outside and so they'll go out onto their little ramp see all the snow there and then it's like they just turn around and they go nope i am not going out there and then they march their little feathery behinds right back into the into the chicken shed yeah we are we are at 54 right now uh daily though like wednesday it's supposed to be up to seven oh thursday 73 friday 75 yeah it's it's been today though the high is 57 we got a low of 31 but yeah it's it's not anything that's too bad lately we haven't seen a single drop <laughs> oh, your face. An angry a face drop of snow and i've missed not seeing any snow Although I've been like, I mean, if we could at least have it once, just once, give me some snow, it gets chilly and then all the bugs go away and then I'm happy. And then it starts to warm up and then there are roaches outside that get under your feet. Yes, because that's the South, that's North Carolina. You like outside and then they'll try to get in your your houses or apartments when you open up the doors because they're all outdoors. And so you have to have lights on and you got to make noise. And make sure that when you open the door, there's nowhere near you so that you can get in and out without letting them in the house. 
it's like a whole dance. And I'm like, when it starts to get warmer, I'm like, no, not the bugs again. I can't take the bugs. Can you like spray around your door so the cockroaches don't want they to come do. near it? They, they do, but it doesn't. Gross. Okay, I'm glad I live where it's so cold where we do not have cockroaches yeah. all over the place. We have earwigs in yeah. the summer. We have a lot of earwigs around here because it's kind of uh, wet. We're somewhat mm. near a swamp. We get them. We, we get them here too. I hate those little bastards. Uh, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big fan either. Yeah, they like to infest my mailbox, which is really fun. Oh gosh. So they'll they'll all be at the back of the mailbox, and uh, I'll go in and reach in to get the mail, and it's one of those full body shiver, grab it and run situations. <laughs> yeah, we then we get like water moccasins and other snakes, like rattlesnakes, and okay. No, thank you. I miss the north. <laughs> How about I just visit? I I'll visit the south. When I am so sick of winter that I usually, you know, I usually get that way about February. So I'll go, I'll go south in the worst part of winter and then I'll come back before all of the gross stuff comes out. That sounds like a plan to me. Where it'll be chilly, but it won't be too cold. Yeah. Where it'll be chilly here, but not too cold where it's like manageable, but then you don't have to deal with all the like extreme cold of Michigan and then you have to deal with the bugs here. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't do well with heat. Nathan loves it. We went to Memphis, and it must have been in the hundreds and humid. And I was like, I am dying. I am pasty pale. I am not meant for this heat. Take me back. So, like, 70 (laughs) degrees to me is perfect. Like, somewhere in the 70s. Yeah. Where I can be comfortable yet warm. It gets above 80 and I'm just a miserable wreck. And then in the wintertime, I'm like, yeah, let me yeah, just. Above, above that, it's obnoxious. Yeah. In the wintertime up here, it's like, let me just throw on another couple layers and then I'll go inside and drink something warm. No big deal. Yeah. I can't <laughs> deal with the heat though. I'm like, there's only so many clothes I can take off and I'm still right. hot. Right. At least when it's cold, I can pile more on. I can start a fire. I can drink something warm to warm up, take a hot shower. There's nothing I hate more than you get out of the shower and the humidity just smacks you in the face. And that it is humid here. Yeah. Pasty pale me is not made for heat. It's not lovely. (laughs) I know my limits. And I I don't tan. (laughs) I don't tan, which is ridiculous as a native person that my skin will not tan because I have my German Dutch ancestry on mom's side blocking me from getting any good sunlight. And my doctor last time I was in there, did you get enough vitamin D in sunlight? I looked at her. I said, what do you think? Obviously not. (laughs) That's the thing. Your sister tans so easily. She got the, the, the tanning part. Of, of the native genes and I I know that I get stuck because with with my biological father's side um they're Spanish and like <laughs> Spanish and Native American and all that and so I with a little French sprinkled in there which is weird but um so I can I can tan pretty easily once I get tan it looks great but when like my tan's wearing off 
then I just the Dutch and German starts really like wow you're white <laughs> yeah you get though yeah I'd, I'm not any other mode than German Dutch pale and it, it annoys me too because you know me and my sister are basically complete opposites look wise she got my dad's uh, skin tone she got the native eye color and hair color so she actually looks you know like native she looks <laughs> she looks like you know she's got a tan all year round meanwhile as i for some reason came out the albino version of her almost like pale blonde when i was born i had you know super light blue eyes pale skin and yeah i think the only thing that's changed is my eyes went from blue to green and then my hair changed from white blonde to like a dark ash blonde or a really really light ash brown yeah and i almost think blonde if i was still that color would make me look less pale than against a darker <laughs> darker blonde hair color well i, I mean and, and i've changed a lot too a lot of my lighter jeans were, were really prevalent when i was younger like when I was real little, I had super blonde, blonde hair too. It was pinned straight. Yeah, I and remember that. Then as I got older, it got curly, brown. And like my skin started getting darker. I'm like, oh, I guess <laughs> the other side's trying to claw its way out. <laughs> so I was like, wait, what about me? <laughs> they were unlocked and it's here now. Now my hair is all just a disaster half the time. <laughs> I know. Curly I'd, and frizzy. And... Mine kind of did the same thing. It's always been poofy and had a lot of volume. So I've been putting a lot of that, um, like the curly hair stuff in my hair. And I think it's helped, mm -hmm. but it all just dries naturally. I don't bother with a hair dryer these days. I don't remember the last time I took it out because all it does is just poof yeah, my hair out. Either. So I think that's helped a little bit, but then it just looks yeah, messy all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I end up having to use mousse, mousse because my hair gets, if I don't put something in it to calm down the fuzz, it gets like afro-y and like, cause I get really thick, like floofy hair. So like out of the shower, I just put mousse in it and just scrunch it like I normally would and let it dry on its own. And then it gets curly and and it ends up looking nice, but it's like I gotta do something otherwise. I get big, big Spanish hairs, and everybody's looking at me crazy. I'm like, don't mind me. <laughs> Just my heritage having its fun. <laughs> yeah, I bought so much stuff for my hair. Like I bought this um coconut oil spray stuff, and then I have this oil that goes on the ends and then I have the mousse to put in it that's supposed to hold some of the curl and I kind of went overboard but it's nice <laughs> and soft so there's that there you go I just can't bother with doing anything with my hair or bothering to put on makeup or anything so I do usually going to work and then it's always funny when I put in those space buns, I get the weirdest people in there. Some guys telling me it's a sexy look and I'm like, 
you realize it's a very young type of hairstyle. Like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cute. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, that's hot. But I guess some weird guys, they come out when you do something different with your hair. Yeah. It's a little bit weird that they're back. Because there are some styles that are in now that were from, you know, 80s, early 90s. And all of a sudden, that's the style. And back when we all parted our hair in the middle, all of a sudden, that's back again. Oh I'm like, all right, you young yeah, kids and need to decide. Flare jeans. Like we had, we had middle, like, I mean, like back even in the 70s. And then um, it started going out of style because it came back in in like the 90s. Started going back out in like the 2000s of like having like flare jeans and like because I mean we had like fubu and jinko and oh my gosh all the big leg jeans and everything and now now they're just complaining about our side parts and our 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 pants and I'm like look you don't want to go back to the other way I promise you because you're gonna hate it and you're gonna come back to the side again you know what was the worst part of flare jeans when you go outside when it's raining or snowy Rainy. and the whole bottom of your pants were just soaked. I do not and miss black. that. That's yeah, why I like them, the jeans and they turn black. Yeah, that's why I like the uh, the skinny jeans or the straight leg now because I don't have to worry about I can tuck them into my boots or they're not dragging on the ground. So I don't have to worry about them getting soaked. I'll figure it out. And it's like, you don't want to see me with a middle part. The only time I have a middle part is literally when I put in the space buns. Me with a middle part, it's not pretty when I have my hair done. I just look like psychotic. Well, I didn't really have much of a side part before. It was maybe half an inch to the side of the middle. So parting it down the middle again is not a big deal (laughs) for me. It's basically where my hair was anyway, but still feels slightly odd. I'm trying to figure out what's very up on the wall. Oh, um, says don't let the muggles get you down. Oh, I thought it was Harry Potterish. It's like the colors <laughs> I, look like I, Gryffindor. I, yeah, I painted that when I was pregnant. I went to this uh, this painting store where you can actually paint your own stuff, and they they give you the the like the little um things to trace and stuff. So I did. Yeah, Harry, don't let the muggles get you down. And then I have one over there that I painted. Uh, in Japan on one of the wine painting nights. <laughs> cool. I would say, why yeah. Gryffindor colors? Though, aren't you Hufflepuff? No, I'm Slytherin. Did that change? You used to be Hufflepuff. I I know. Um, before, uh, like this was like, it was years ago when I did the first one. Um, and then I forgot all the information. And then everything got updated. And then they were like, oh, you have to resort. And I'm like, okay. And I guess at this point in my life, I started getting annoyed with everything. And my whole personality changed. And so like when I retested, it was like, you're Slytherin. And I was like, I mean, when I, when I look at my personality change, it makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't see myself being a Hufflepuff anymore. And I definitely did consider myself that personality before. Like, it makes sense. I guess my whole personality <laughs> is no longer easy peasy, lemon squeezy, <laughs> more grumpy. Yeah, I, every time I have sorted, 
no matter what test I take, even if it's a BuzzFeed, which house are you? I'm always Ravenclaw. Always. That's great, though. I mean, at least it, it's like you're 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 the same. You're very consistent. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess the Hufflepuff in me got tired of being of being stepped on and being picked on and just everything. And my inner Slytherin was like, I've had enough. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it gave you a chance to know Stephanie and I a little bit more. And we will have more for you next week. This week's royalty-free music was by Kevin McLeod. The intro is titled Work, and the outro music is titled Aerosol of My Love, and can be found at incomptech.filmmusic.io.